developing future. Brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo, a leading source of knowledge in fast emerging Asia and the Pacific for 20 years. Muhammad Yunus believes the world must look again at what banks should be and what they should do. The Bangladeshi Nobel laureate and founder of Grameen Bank also wants to upend our thinking about jobs and entrepreneurship. He sent a video message to the Global Think Tank Summit held in Yokohama in May and organised by the Asian Development Bank Institute and the Think Tanks and Civil Societies Programme, University of Pennsylvania. He spoke about the microcredit institution he founded some 40 years ago. He started Grameen after seeing the life-changing effects of lending his own money to poor villagers near his university at Chittagong. I had no idea what I'm doing, but circumstances pushed me to do that because of the loan sharking in the village. And it worked. People loved it. It became very popular, and I was very happy that I could be of assistance to them, that I could solve their problem. They don't have to be victims of loan sharks. Grameen Bank, or Village Bank, is owned by its members. Yunus says it has 49 million borrowers in Bangladesh. 97% are women. The bank lends out over $1.5 billion a year. What makes Grameen special is its purpose to lend to poor people, mostly women who have no collateral whatsoever. Now, Some might say that's a recipe for defaults, but Eunice says the reverse has turned out to be true. And the repayment rate has remained very high all along, the entire history of Grameen Bank. Over 97%, 98%, now 99%. So it raised a lot of questions in me. Why banks don't do that? I keep pointing out banks work in a very funny way. They lend money to people who already have lots of money. And they don't lend money to people who don't have money. I say any logic will tell us it should be the other way. Banks should lend money to the people who don't have money rather than do the otherwise. Eunice says the reason conventional banks can't adopt the Grameen model is they're not conceived for this purpose. But he says he has a solution. Two things needed for lending money to poor people. A methodology, which is appropriate for them, and an institution. We developed the methodology. Grameen Bank developed the methodology. It works. It works all over the world. Rich country, poor country. We have even Grameen program in the United States called Grameen America. We have nearly 100,000 borrowers in 11 cities through 19 branches. And repayment rate is over 99%. We had no problem whatsoever. So it's not a question of poor country or rich country, it's a question of people who are deprived from the banking system. Solving poverty is, more than anything, a matter of thinking differently, says Eunice. He points out some institutions that can easily adopt the microcredit model. He says society should look harder at creating banks for people who most need them. idea, the concept of microcredit has been adopted across the world, but not the institution. So it's done by NGOs. That's where ADB can help. Why don't we create banks for the poor? Encourage the countries, encourage the policymakers to think about the methodology and institution. Many people see poverty as a vicious cycle from which escape is all but impossible. 
But Eunice believes every human being has the skills to improve his or her life. He says people are held back by an outdated emphasis on the conventional job market. Every human being is an entrepreneur. Human beings are born as entrepreneurs. That's our history. When we're in the caves, we're not sending job application to anybody. We took care of ourselves. That's that's what human beings are. Million years of history. It's only recent thing that we are applying for jobs because our books tell you to apply for the jobs. Job is our destiny. That's a completely wrong conception of human being. Job is not the destiny of human being. Entrepreneurship is the destiny of human being. Creativity is the destination of human being. So let, let's go back to the basic. And that's what the microcredit does. All these illiterate poor women in villages, remote villages, on the mountains, they were not looking for jobs, just looking for a small amount of money so that they can start their business. And that's what microcredit has done, provided the money. And I keep saying financial resource like credit and other services, they're like economic oxygen. Like people need oxygen to breathe, to survive, to function, body to function. Without oxygen, our body doesn't function. We become weak, we become dead. Financial oxygen is also like that. Without that financial oxygen, people cannot use their faculty. They are economically weak. They are economically dead. And financial service is the financial oxygen. And that is not available to most of the world, poor people. Bottom 50% of the people have no access to that oxygen. Eunice asks, what is the world waiting for? He says over 300 million people currently make use of microcredit, but most financial institutions do little more than leave it to NGOs or set up token programs. He says all that's needed is new impetus for change within these institutions. Nobody tells that it's not financially workable, it's not sustainable. Nobody tells that. So why are we hesitating? Then you can extend it, the entrepreneurship, all people. So this is what we do. Tell the young people, particularly in Bangladesh, to tell them that to believe and persuade themselves that we are not job seekers, we are job creators. Completely different role. It's very difficult in the beginning to understand that. How can I be a job creator? I don't have a job myself. Because we are always told right from our birth that you have to find a job, get a good grade in school and get a good job. That's where the problem, that's where the problem begins. Ultimately, most of us remain unemployed because there's not enough job opportunity. Because we are pushed into the wrong direction. We don't have to be at the mercy of anybody. All we need is financial backup. That's missing completely. If you put money on the table, everybody around the table will be entrepreneurs. Eunice also reinterprets the notion of venture capital. His idea of a successful investment is one that doesn't just deliver financially, but helps find solutions that improve people's lives. We have created social business investment funds, social business venture capital fund. We tell the young people, come with business ideas. We'll invest in your business. 
The difference between conventional venture capital and our venture capital, social business venture capital is in conventional venture capital, they want to make big money. We turned it around. Our venture capital is not interested in making money. Our venture capital is interested in solving your problem. Once your problem is solved, meaning you have become an entrepreneur, you return the money that we gave you and plus the operational cost, small money. That's done. All the profit belongs to you. You continue and this is your new path. Now we get thousands and thousands of young people coming with business ideas. We keep on investing in them. So the, instead of waiting for jobs, which is not coming up, so we become an entrepreneur itself. Eunice says he uses the name social business to differentiate his approach from conventional business, which he says has only one aim, to make money. So the new kind of business is a problem-solving business. Its whole dedication is to solve problems in a sustainable way. No interest, no attention in making money out of this business. So the world that we created today is created by the profit-driven companies, profit-driven motivations and so on. And many of the problems are created in the process. If we follow the same path of profit motive and pursue the profit-driven companies' objectives, and we end up with the same destination. But we want to have a different destination, destination where there will be no poverty, no unemployment, no environmental hazards. Eunice steers Grameen with a clear destination in mind. He calls his goal the three zeros and stresses the journey can be undertaken by anyone, whether it's a social business or a profit-driven model. Zero poverty, zero unemployment, zero net carbon emission. And if you follow that destination, we build the new roads of social business, technology, entrepreneurship, young people, all can participate in this building this new road to get there. You don't have to wait for a long time to do that. It's only a question of putting our mind into it. Conventional businesses, money-making businesses can participate in that too. Pick up a problem that you have, create a social business to solve it in a business way. So. Young people will be creating social business, business people will be creating social business, governments will be creating social business, foundations will be creating social business, and ADB will be helping them, helping them to understand what social business is. That was Muhammad Yunus, founder of microcredit institution Grameen Bank, in a video speech for the Global Think Tank Summit in Yokohama in May, organised by the Asian Development Bank Institute and the Think Tanks and Civil Societies Programme, University of Pennsylvania. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org.